This is not an expert podcast. Just be aware oh, that that makes a lot of noise. It makes any noise whenever you do anything around the table. I but that's this. something that we're all learning. Okay. By the way, one of my topics now is going to be YouTube cooking channels. Great, now you can't use it because now we know about it. <clears throat> well, I think the whole surprise thing might be a little bit lackluster. No, let's I'm gonna try tell it. You guys I want to try it. What my, yeah, yeah, but I'm going to no, tell you guys I'm, what my subject so is, and you guys are going to be like... I'm just excited because you were, you were so mad last night. I was furious, and I was I was ready to hop on immediately. Be like, let's fucking go. Yeah, <laughs> there is. Um, she was so. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you guys. I'll is. tell you guys. Well, no, it's a, about something unrelated to my topic. Oh. But that got brought up in one of the videos about my topic, and it just made me so. Did you rewatch it again yeah. earlier? Because you said you're going to watch it again before we started. No, I'm still feeming about okay, it. Okay, so right, good, I'm good. still. I just think these are. That was it doesn't me. super I matter. With my it, it matters. It okay. matters. So, are we starting? Oh, we started. <clears throat> oh, my God. This is just like my favorite murder. Oh, no. <laughs> I love my favorite murder. It's Cross promotion. <laughs> MFM podcast. Well, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we cross promote <laughs> them. They cross promote back to us. Anyway. Yeah, yeah for great. sure. Karen and Georgia, I love you guys. <laughs> if we ever make it to your radar and Kevin doesn't happen to edit this out, I want you to know that I love you and I Y'all hope you love me back. Beings, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to be my to favorite like murder appreciation <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is our MFM appreciation <laughs> podcast, episode one. <laughs> And now everybody's turned it off. <laughs> but I, I already appreciate this, this on this, my own. Is this what I want to watch? I'm not, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't need um, somebody else to appreciate it for me. I appreciate it by myself. Yeah, right. no, solitarily. But, uh, welcome, welcome to the uh, Not an Expert podcast uh, with your with your four hosts. Where I, we're not I'm experts we're not about experts. anything, but we do talk a lot. We love talking. Talking is probably our favorite pastime. Favorite and future time. <laughs> And f- oh my god, this is the future <laughs> right here. We're stepping into oh, it by getting future. on board in the future with podcasting. Podcasting is the way of the future. No more YouTube videos, uh, streaming, maybe, but podcasting is like the thing of the future. Yeah, yeah, it is. It really is. It's um, going to be like, I mean, the most popular. Well, now we have to name medium. our podcast Phil from the Future, or is it Phil of the Future? Phil. Of the future is it Phil of the future? Oh, yeah, it's oh. okay. I don't. I haven't seen that show. It was like, it's like a <laughs> yeah. really old Disney show that I haven't seen. It's on Disney Plus. So it, oh we watch well, it. now we gotta watch yeah, it. No, Living in the future of the present is my past, and my presence is a presence. Okay, so that was Kanye. Present. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so we're gonna cut that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the best part: none of this is gonna get cut. None of it's. Gonna All cut. of this is gonna get. Cut. Okay, once again, we are the. What not an expert? That's our podcast name. Mm-hmm. Not an expert podcast. Yeah, we're the not expert podcast. Uh, podcast. Oh my god, I can't talk. Uh, I'm okay. Michael. I'm Dev. I am Kevin. And I am Megan. And just so everyone knows, Kevin has this beautiful little blonde streak in his hair <laughs> right at the front. Oh, this was the '90s. He'd be, he'd be the front runner he's of a boy front, band. He's the front man of a boy band right now. It's yeah. gonna be blue tonight. So. The first physical characteristic you know about any of the four of us is that there is a blonde streak in a 
who knows what color hair because we have described none of us. It's a blonde. It's all blonde. <laughs> His hair is all blonde. <laughs> it's a blonde streak in an otherwise blonde ocean of hair. Yes, um, it really stands out. I, on the other hand, am a Gandalf the white at the moment and I'm going to turn into Gandalf the gray. <laughs> oh, shit. Set myself going back. back. Backwards yeah. compatible. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. that whole you shall not pass, but it just reversed. That's me. Like, yeah. <laughs> just wait till tonight, you guys. I'm going to come out, rise from the ashes, um, like Gandalf the White does, but I'm yeah. going to be Gandalf the I'm, Gray. I imagine, <laughs> Megan, you just walk out and you go, you, oh, you can pass. Pass, you shall. Let's go. Come on It's through. Sparrow's job at this point to determine <laughs> who passes versus who doesn't. So what we do in this podcast, uh, we're also learning. Yet to be determined. Yeah. So long story short. Long. uh, At least for this week, Megan is going to provide us with a topic that she, along with the rest of us, of course, are not experts on, and we're gonna talk about it for your pleasure and entertainment and leisure. Hopefully. Leisure. 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 leisure? It's le. Le- is it I not it's leisure? leisure? Right. I thought it was leisure. I always thought it was leisure. It's leisure. Well. Well, is it? Leisure people say rhymes leisure with too. pleasure. Leisure and pleasure. So. But also, it rhymes. Yeah. Phonetically, leather. it sounds better. Fantastic. It rhymes with leather, so now we know. Never but moving also, forward. <laughs> that's not the whole thing. I had already talked about how I don't want that to be like it. I just want it to be a part. This whole podcast is just it would be us, very boring if us it was being friends. Just, well, that's yeah. I, like I said, we're just going to talk. We all live together in a house. One house. One one house. One team. One dream. One, one band. Meme. One sound. Drum one line. direction. <laughs> Kevin's a front <laughs> man. <laughs> Kevin's a front man. <laughs> um, yeah. So, anyways. Yeah. So this this whole podcast, we basically we we talk about topics. We talk about stuff. Uh, once as a one week, does. Yeah, as one does. Once a week, we have sections where someone brings a topic to the table that they've done research on. But the, and, not um, an expert level of research. Yeah, not an expert I don't level. Don't have like, my doctorates in this. Yeah, don't you know how like you, you hop on like you hop on Facebook and Reddit, and you're like, oh, what? I need to talk about this now. It's it's like that level of research, right? Or maybe more. I don't, it's honestly, basically I don't know. <laughs> just our way of amplifying yeah. our voices. We're all into interested the void. in hearing about new things. in each other. Yeah, we're all here to yeah. learn new things, hearing talk about, about each other, and we just love hanging out and yeah. talking to each other. So we figured, let's talk about new topics that none of us know will have that much knowledge on, and just. Because there are more of those than topics that we have a lot of knowledge on. That's true. We're humble people. If this topic was, I'm an expert, this would probably be the first and last podcast that we recorded. It would be the most (laughs) boring podcast ever. How's this? I know we all live together, but how's the quarantine been for like everybody? I know it's been a bitch, real bitch for you, Dev, with like your your job prospects in the future. I mean, mm. you look, it's, I realized that if you can make money, you'll be able to make money at any time. Truthfully, I thought that that was just sarcastic because Dev has always worked from home. So well, yeah, but yes, yeah. he hasn't been able to go to a third world country and make additional extra money. Yeah, but he's always worked from home. Yeah, yeah. I just know, like, he he had like signed a contract for yeah. a third party company and to invested do a lot of, a lot of money. He invested a lot of money. Yeah. And then he had a deal that's now just on hold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but still, you know, it's okay. I mean, look. Who would have ever expected something like this to happen? Okay. I planned for a lot of things. I planned I planned for almost everything that would go wrong here, except for an entire pandemic coming through and wiping out 
everything. Those doomsday preppers are probably feeling really good about themselves now. Yeah. Um. They were ready. (laughs) Yeah, they knew. What about you, Michael? How has quarantine been for you? You know what? It's been really nice, actually. I've been working from home. I go to the office like once a week just to be like, was happening and make sure my computer is still on and working. But besides just that, just to live your life a little bit on the edge, expose yourself. Yeah, you know, a little bit. Yeah, it's it's all about you know a little bit of exposure, like, ha ha. But no, uh, it's been it's been a fun time. I will say, working from home is a lot slower than working from the office, just because of like the lag between computer to computer. Yeah. Uh, but besides that, it's been it's been real nice. Plus, I don't have to wake up early every day. I can wake up at like. 9, 10, 11 o'clock and be like, oh, I'm at work. That's the time that you woke up anyways. That is also true. <laughs> I was late to work every single day. <laughs> I, don't, I haven't been on time to work in like a year and a half. So, Well, um, we're in uh, Georgia, so quarantine has been fairly non-existent, truthfully, for all yeah. of us. That is true. They open yeah. stuff up like <laughs> they immediately. They actually haven't really had a yeah. quarantine. It was like national quarantine, and Georgia was like, ha nah, bro. We don't need to. Florida and Georgia both uh, just decided that it wasn't necessary. And that's why we got so many new cases. We still do. Yeah, they just keep growing. It's yeah. it's it's a fun time. It's actually Coming way at worse you from the, than it was the hopefully close to the peak of the first wave in Georgia. People are thinking that, like, the first wave isn't even over yet. Like, we haven't even hit, like, the really? top ceiling. Yeah, we're still going. Yeah. Like, it, pe- some people are like, oh, yeah, there's a second wave coming. And then other people are like, no, we're not even finished with the first wave. I think it definitely depends on what state you're in. In our state, definitely, we're still in the first wave. We're still, we're yeah. still you know, working our way up. One of the things up. that I've realized in the quarantine is... Like, we talk about, like, statistics, right? We bring up a lot of statistics in almost anything that we would like to... We bring up a lot of statistics in anything we would like to back up. But rarely do we ever think about how the statistics are getting made and who is making them and whether they even have the resources to get an accurate sampling of the population. Well, this is shown. mm, No one accounts. Right? Like, coronavirus, we... Even the people who are testing say that this is a very incomplete number. Mm-hmm. Like, no, no one can even agree on what the actual estimate would even be. Some people are like, oh, it's like, oh, it's accurate. While some people were like, the actual count is probably 20 to 50 times higher than what it is. Well, a lot you of know? that, I think, depends on, at the moment, state government. Um, not to name any names, but a certain governor... Um, has decided to not order enough test kits for his state. Yeah. You know, because if you can't be tested, then <laughs> you can't be confirmed. <laughs> and therefore, your numbers are lower, even though yeah. Georgia currently has the highest numbers. Yeah. Like, we have crazy high numbers, even without enough testing kits. Yeah. And so imagine how much higher those numbers would be if we actually had adequate access to resource or to testing kits yeah like we see like it's so bad here and sure we live in densely populated cities right but like i'm thinking about like india here you know like like india and china like we hear like a china is like oh we're sort of controlling it you know we're putting out uh, you know we're going to be putting out vaccines but uh 
uh, I don't know. India is for sure lying about their numbers. Like, yeah. that has been proven. And a billion and a half people almost can't just be okay right now. We have the facilities we have today. Imagine over there. There is no ventilator. There's no one ventilator per hospital. There are no mm-hmm. ventilators per, like, sometimes an entire county. Like, you know, you know, so or over there it's district, you know. So it's kind of crazy that we're we don't hear about the impact over there but or uh, we do but it's skewed exactly it's cute yeah yeah i think i'm yeah. just i'm just upset that there's a lot of countries that quarantine has ended because they took the proper steps when this all first started yeah and there's a lot of countries that are like they're like you can travel again except if, if you're from america yeah like if you're from america you're it's not a allowed. good call it's, it's, a, it's, a, right it's a smart call, call. i'm yeah. just upset at our leaders for being like this doesn't exist. Yeah. And you're like, hold on, why are we dying then? It does exist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's upsetting that this is something that, for us, is of a greater discomfort than war itself. Okay? Mm-hmm. We could go in a war, and it wouldn't even affect our everyday lives. Well, you we know? have been in a war basically exactly. our whole lives, and so we wouldn't know the difference yeah. whether we're in or out of one. Yeah. You know? And, and this is something that has truly affected everyone. You know, and this mm-hmm. is crazy. This is like, I don't know, like a homeland invasion, you know? Like, everyone's, like, fucking panicking and shit. You know, shit's closing down. You know, but it sounds, you know, it's, I don't know. You don't expect this kind of thing here. You know that a pandemic was going to come, you know? It's just a matter of time. But you would have expected people who we put in charge to have at least an idea of what to expect. But yeah, we're finding sure out. would be nice. We're, well, yeah, but now we're finding out that it's <laughs> That impossible. would be really great if that was the case. If uh, somebody who was elected to be in charge maybe could have seen this coming and then looked at it instead of looked the direct opposite direction. Yeah. Said it was like the flu. Yeah. You know, you're right. That would be totally, totally I mean, awesome. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know, really you know what cool. this, it kind of feels like. Our leaders were like, we're told this was happening like a month or two before it actually happened. And they were like, you know what? Nah, it's not going to happen. Not in America. Not in America. And then it happened and they go, ah, we're fine. Not yeah. in God's USA, the only country that God, our Lord and Savior, loves. Yeah. What are you thinking, Kevin? You're very silent. Oh, nothing. I'm just, you know... Since we're not experts on podcasting, I'm checking the audio levels every once in a while to see if there's anything I can do to help. But I'm unfortunately not an expert (laughs) on the subject yet, so uh, I'm uh, I'm at a loss. And uh, now I'm going to participate more in conversation. Kevin, (laughs) our roommate slash boyfriend slash producer. Oh, okay. My boyfriend. No, he's my boyfriend too. (laughs) He's all of our boyfriends. He's the communal boyfriend (laughs) of the house. We are all Um, in a committed relationship with Kevin. Yeah. Non-consensual. <laughs> on two counts. On one count, consensual. Yeah, we won't tell you who. <laughs> you gotta it's guess. you to find out. <laughs> yeah. Here's a hint. I'm straight. That's a good hint. Silence. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, oh There's no, the hint's been given. <laughs> heavy weight of disappointment hanging in the air. I know. Um, um, finally so coming out to us. <laughs> yeah. straight. Mom, dad, I'm straight. I'm straight. Um, yeah, Noah. Producer, uh, Maverick. I mean, yeah. <laughs> He's the guy who runs it. Also, leader of the boy band. 
Yeah, we've talked about that already, so we can just, you know, gloss <laughs> over that. Oh, no, whole... you edited it out last time. Oh, no, nothing's been edited out. Oh, really. oh, oh, no. <laughs> it's um, happening. I will edit okay. out what I so choose. Now we can comfortably talk about DIA. Comfortably. Yeah, diamonds? Diamonds are forever. Diamonds, diamonds in always. Aruba. Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take it to... Oh, we just got Bermuda. copyright strikes. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, so oh, whoops. for... Today is not an expert podcast. Megan is going to be bringing us a topic that we will be discussing. DIA, as she said, Denver <laughs> International Airport. The conspiracy theories surrounding it. Um, honestly, it seems like the main thing that it actually comes from isn't yeah. Lucifer, isn't like anything except for the fact that, okay, so it was the airport in Colorado moved from Stapleton, which is just an area like just north of Denver, mm -hmm. to I don't even really know if there's like a specific name for where it is now, but just off of Pena Boulevard, which is in um like north It's like northeast northeast right? to Denver yeah. area. Yeah. I used to live um I grew up, spent twenty five years of my life from when I was a baby to last year, um, in Aurora, Colorado. That's where I was born, raised, had all of my formative years, um, and that is southeast, and it is maybe a, on a good day, 30-minute drive to the airport. Mm. On a bad day, it, it, I mean, it really just depends, but for the most part, most days are good days because it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Nobody's yeah. going into that area unless mm -hmm. they're going into the airport. However, it was supposed to be finished uh, in October of 1993, apparently. However, it did not finish then. It went, let's see, um, it went two years over budget and $3 billion over budget. Wait, hold on. Do you say a B or an M? B. Billion okay. with a B. And so Three a lot billion? of people are like, what did they do to this airport that made it go two years? And Michael... You're in the construction industry. Tell me what would what would cost three billion dollars extra? A whole separate building, basically. I will be honest. I have designed multiple buildings. I've designed like mm -hmm. hundred thousand square foot buildings. They're nowhere near a billion. I've the the most I've designed the most expensive building I've designed is a couple million, maybe like fifty mm -hmm. to hundred million. Three and that was billion. That was a hundred thousand dollar like warehouse. For I think it was Toyota or Kawasaki that Bleep we that that decided. For for an unknown car company that we designed their batteries <laughs> we're not, for. <laughs> we're not advertising for anybody. Uh, for for B. You pay us if you want us to say your name. Like like three billion. Like what? Did three they hire, billion dollars over budget. Did they hire like Picasso to That's design the other to thing, paint the is entire they building? They had a revolving. Uh, door of people coming in to help out with this airport so oh. even if they were like if somebody was part of the construction project they normally were not part of all of it and so there are very few answers as to like okay well i worked on the project from start to finish like oh. nobody really has that answer because nobody really worked on it from start to finish mm -hmm. that is how um, you get people to not remember or know what's happening that's exactly right and so that's, that that would cause <laughs> It was a building that big that probably would cost a billion dollars. So I went to, um, this is, there's a Bass Pro Shop in mm -hmm. um, North Glen, which is just like right, right by Stapleton. 
And the guy in the fly fishing section said that he was part of the construction of DIA. Mm -hmm. And so I asked him, naturally, I was like, oh, is there like a bunker under there? And he said, no, it's just beds. But the weird thing is he's only talking about one floor and DIA goes down hypothetically six floors. And so there's the two above ground and then there are six floors beneath that, I believe. But the elevator only goes to three. So there's two and one. It's a lot of tunnels to like get out to the on ramps. And there are beds for sleeping, like for employees and for um, like pilots, I assume, flight attendants, like for them to sleep there Mm. instead of now there's a hotel attached. But Mm. before there wasn't. So they have that. But it only goes down to three. And I watched this video um, where I don't know, some person in Colorado was like, we're going to investigate. And so he got a tour by somebody who's like on the airport committee. And I was like, that's the last person that you would want to take you around the airport is somebody. He was like, so are we on the very bottom floor? And she was like, yeah, we're on the very bottom floor. And he said, oh, you only press three. Like there's two more floors underneath it. Like, are you sure we're on the very bottom floor? And she was like, yep, the very bottom floor is three. And that was it. Like, just glazed over that like there is no war in bossing say (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) there's no war in bossing say um it's kind of weird because basically the the theory there's lots of different things and some of it traces back to like illuminati conspiracy theories which i cannot get into because but every conspiracy theory eventually just traces back to illuminati um but there's this thought that there's this huge bunker underneath uh, DIA because it's the center of the country um, or close enough uh, and that it is reserved for basically the nation's like elite, the the wealthiest. Um, one of the reasons that uh, that answer is kind of backed up is um, Buckley Air Force Base is like, I maybe grew up like three major intersections away from Buckley Air Force Base and it's where Air Force One flies in. And Obama, back in, like, I think 2011 or something, there was um, a comet that they were afraid was going to come into Earth or, like, come into Earth's orbit and, like, crash down onto Earth. And Obama was flown to Buckley Air Force Base when that wasn't scheduled. Buckley Air Force Base is the closest Air Force Base to DIA. It's maybe, I mean, on a... It's maybe, like... 20 minutes away Mm, from it by car like it's not far away at all so it's the closest air force base he was flown on air force one to buckley air force base they were like oh no reason like he didn't come but like i mean we're there we can see the sky we can see air force one and also i mean people are on buckley air force base and they don't know what's going on so they're like oh obama's here today that's weird because none of it was scheduled none of it was planned um and so they think that he was flown there to, to hide in the, in the bunkers that way because he would be considered one of the world's elite. Those were the good old days when the president oh, could be considered one of the world's elite. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Isn't man. that a nice time? <laughs> um, so they think it's huge uh, because basically Dem- uh, DIA is mm. the largest airport in the U.S. It's one of the largest in the world. It's not the busiest, but it is the largest. Um, I think Atlanta's is busier um, but there are very few that are busier. It's one of the busiest just yeah. because, again, it's right in the center of the country. The other weird thing is that um, they uh, are making a railroad system 
all across the U.S. You know mm-hmm. how they're planning on having like major cities all connect, so that way we can yeah. all like bullet train over to other cities. Yeah. Um, they're doing that, and Yellowstone is supposed to that volcano there, that super volcano, is supposed to wipe out Den- Denver, and they want to finish this this railroad thing by like 2050. But Yellowstone is supposed to wipe out Denver probably before then, that super volcano. And Denver is still included. And they're like, well, that's weird that Denver is still included on that map, even though... And it's not... Listen, conspiracy theories, some of it is definitely more credible than others. I definitely think Obama flying into Buckley Air Force Base is more reliable than including Denver on a map of something 30 <laughs> years in the future. Like, yeah, we can probably count on Denver being there but 30 years But Yellowstone is supposed to, when it does explode, it's supposed to alter pretty much this entire hemisphere, the mm-hmm. climate of this hemisphere. It's said to be that big. Well, mm-hmm. it's supposed to take out, like, so northern Colorado is home to a lot of, like, crops and yeah ranches and everything and the ash from that is supposed to just completely kill denver's i mean colorado's agricultural industry it's supposed to just take out everything basically and so denver right now is a is a major city um Mm -hmm. and they're up and coming but once that happens they have no shot because they'll be the closest to the fallout they'll be the closest major city to that fallout except for maybe like boise but I think we all can agree that Boise does not compare to Denver in terms of like metropolitan area and yeah. just population density. And I don't, yeah, that. I don't even know what's in Boise. So, Boise State. Ah, you got me on that one. Is Boom. that? <laughs> I don't even know that that's in Boise. Is that an actual thing? That, that's it a is. College. Yeah, yeah that's Boise State. Yeah. Yeah. BSU. That's not what Boise State. I, I mean, that might be there. Um, the other thing is, uh, there are thoughts that there are tunnels that go all the way from DIA, uh, which is in the Denver area, down to Colorado Springs, uh, which is the home of like NORAD, um, where, you know, all of our missile systems are and everything, um, down there and also to Boulder, which Boulder is kind of like out of left field. There's a weird thing about Boulder. Um, where they have some institute. I wrote it down somewhere mm-hmm. in here, but I'll, I'll get there. Um, basically, they think that they have super tunnels, so that way everybody, like, as long as they can get to one of those places, they can go to the bunker and, like, be safe. Yeah. So. Um, what is in this bunker, though? What do you guys think is in this bunker? I assume right now nothing. Um, but like- that's... I wonder, I wonder if they refurbish it for different presidents. I, I mean, okay, so I've spent, like, I've gone to DIA so many times, yeah. um, just obviously growing up there, and I did not even know that there was weird conspiracy theories around it, like, um, growing up. But I did know, uh, I guess once I did know, I started noticing, like, oh, yeah, the paintings are weird. Oh, yeah, there are gargoyles in suitcases, and that's weird. But I've never seen anything that, like, people who look weird or weirder than, like, normal-looking weird people. Um, Or, I mean, personally, I believe it. I think that there's definitely a bunker there. Do I think it's for some nefarious Illuminati purpose? Yeah, probably. Do I think I'm going to make it into the bunker? No. But I do think there's a bunker there. It's all of the other stuff that I have a hard time buying into because it does make sense to have a bunker in the center of the nation yeah 
to protect from like nuclear fallout. That's the reason that NORAD is in the center of the nation because it can't be blown up by yeah. people unless they have super far reaching missiles. But I'll give you guys some other spurred off things. But just to start out, the, yeah. the reason people think it went $3 billion over and two years over is because there's actually six additional levels that are just bunker. Yo, the president was like, pimp my bunker. And they went hard. <laughs> so, they hired Exhibit to get in there. Yeah. We know three levels exist for sure. Like under yeah. yeah. And they're saying there's at least as many as six. Because the elevator, why would you start an elevator at three? Like, you should start at one, two... Three or zero one two three, but yeah, it says there yeah. is the known altitude, to be. I think you know oh, how yeah. a lot of places, <laughs> a lot of hotels and different places start their elevators at like ground floor and then one, or I guess you know some parking decks. It's like P two, P one, ground one. They That's... just decided Denver is so high up in the air that the first three floors that exist. are underground. <laughs> you know, obviously not that high up. It, has to start at three. Well, because it, truthfully, in the elevators, when you park in the parking deck and go from the elevators, you're only going to floors, flat, er, floors five and six. Mm-hmm. Six is where ticketing is. Five is where baggage and security is. Mm-hmm. Like, you're only going to those two. So then, I mean, they're saying there's at least six underground levels. I don't know what each of them pertains to, but I do know it makes sense to have, like, and also... This is a weird thing that I couldn't really find much info on, but I've definitely heard it. DIA was supposed to have like a state of the art baggage system Mm -hmm. and it just never got completed. Yeah, I can tell you for sure that it doesn't. It doesn't. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I know. uh, It's definitely lost my bag before. Yeah, (laughs) no, no. I mean, it it was supposed to have like the state of the art baggage system that was supposed to go like multiple levels underground. And that's what they say it was for. They were like, oh, it was for the baggage baggage system. Mm -hmm. But like three million, three billion dollars for a baggage system is weird. Better be Two years over budget for a a baggage system is weird. And then also it never came to fruition. And so like, that's also weird. Maybe we'd be able to look over the extra time and the extra cost if like, that's what something like we, we ended up with a state of the art baggage system, but no. Um, the other weird thing about the way that they built, um, DIA, and this is just the construction of the land, is the ramps that the planes fly off of are in the shape of a swastika. (laughs) And they say um, that that is so that way all the planes can take off in different directions. And sure, that's fine. But other airports who are much busier have figured out how to let all of multiple planes take off in different directions at the same time without making a swastika in the ground. Yeah, I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. planes can so, turn in the air because I think they were designed to turn. Yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure you can design different shapes that have, you know, yeah. different directional <laughs> exits yeah. that doesn't involve it being a swastika. Yeah, it doesn't need to be like a Nazi memorial in order for you to have, you know, direct effective air air control. Wait, I, just, I think imagine. we're on to something here. <laughs> Nazi <laughs> memorial... There's at least three levels underground that you can't access or that haven't been accessed via elevator by somebody that we know of. I think that the extra money went to creating a Nazi memorial for all of the soldiers who died. 
That's what those levels are. Germany won't have it. Yeah. So America's like, don't worry. We have we have Confederate statues. We'll just take on your Nazi ones too. We like, got we, this all day. Yeah, we're all about the offensive monuments. And well, what better way to hide it than in one of the most progressive <laughs> cities in the nation? Yeah, <laughs> we're on to you, Poland. I imagine we I know. Airport. that that boardroom meeting where they're like, "What's the design of the the, the plane takeoff routes?" Swastika. Oh, yeah, that looks pretty good. Yeah, no, and nobody will believe it. You guys voted for weed. Like, nobody will believe that you guys think that swastika. And then you're just that not, That's Nazis it. are made. Yeah, yeah anytime that. anybody brings it up, we'll just be like, we oh, thought, you we got thought a bad strain weed. of weed, man. Yeah. That's super weird. I think you might be bugging out. Yeah. Also, who is this they that decided that a swastika is the way that everybody can take off? I'm glad that you asked. The um the airport was built by uh, Freemasons, which I was like, oh. what's Freemasons? I don't I don't yeah. know what that is. So I googled it, and I didn't look super into it. But it's essentially like, it's not a religion, uh, but it's been compared to a religion because there are a lot of religious aspects. But essentially, and excuse me for my crassness, and it's probably much more complicated than this, but it's essentially a cult of dudes who love building things. Yeah. The Freemasons. Uh, Nicholas yeah. Cage, the docu- Declaration of Independence. So the whole movie was about. It's been so long. I you just didn't know. yeah. I straight yeah, up. But it's just a bunch of dudes it's a who like it's all about really loved to build things and thought that they were like building things was like their way of life. It was their. There were a lot of like, what is it? Morality things that came from that, and so that's why you know it's a little bit more like yeah. a cult than. Just like dudes who get together and love building things. But it was built by them. And their symbol is weird. Um, there is a there's a time capsule. Um, yeah, so now we're going to go into some other things that yeah. people view as weird. So there's a time capsule that was buried in 1994. It's not allowed to be opened until 2094 because it was supposed to be buried for 100 years. So a lot of people are like, what's in the time capsule? I don't think that's particularly interesting. But the plaque of, I think it's either commemorating the people who buried it or the people who just built the airport, says uh, it's the, where is it? New World Order, uh, what did they call it? It it has the phrase, oh, it's the New World Airport Commission. (laughs) And people are like, oh, that's a weird way to like definitely point to you guys being a part of the New World Order, which is like the Illuminati, like eventual goal is to have like this New World Order of like it's it's kind of like a version of communism that they want to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, But they they definitely think that the whole world needs to be eliminated before that. Only the best of society, a.k.a. the richest, um, preserved and you know, this seems really familiar, like this whole timeline of people trying to get only the best of society that they think is the best to be the only ones left. This 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 sounds pretty familiar. In like, our this political climate, let's date ourselves <laughs> real quick. Uh, Sunday, June 28th, 2020. It's not it's not 1942. <laughs> yeah. If you uh, okay. if you know anything that's going on in the world right now. Um, yes. Uh, so that's kind of weird. Uh there's a lot of stuff. I looked at this like guy examining the state seal for Colorado, which being from Colorado, I, of course, had never seen in my life. Um, and there's a lot of things that he really read into it. And I guess that's kind of like how conspiracy theories work. Um, is it if you just read into everything, then you got to land on it eventually. Like I said, I believe in the bunker. 
some of this other stuff, I I don't know. The New World Order thing is weird. They think that it is the headquarters. They think it's the meeting spot or a meeting spot for Illuminati. They think once they basically that we'll go into the next thing. There are these murals. There are four murals um, that this artist, his name is Leo Tanguma, um, did in the entryway. And I'll show them to you guys because I have them pulled up. Uh, but basically, um, to give you a loose overhead of the four, one of them, the first one has basically a guy in a gas mask wearing a Nazi uniform, uh, kind of executing some people. And then there is one where, man, I don't exactly remember. A lot of, I think, like, kids are, there's a lot of famine or something like that. I'll have to look at them to be sure. And then the third one is essentially like, okay, well, now we can rebuild. And then the fourth one is like, only children. And one of the videos that I watched, um, they were calling them parentless children. And I was like, you don't know that. Like <laughs> kids hang out without their parents all the time. Like it's not that weird that there's a painting of children without parents. But I just thought it was so funny because every time they brought them up, they were like, these parentless children. And I'm like, you're just making a lot of assumptions. It's children of the corn. Yeah, but it's essentially, I mean, the, the overarching theme is they think that <laughs> this guy, Leo Tanguma, was like, that our next war is going to be the most destructive, which truthfully, that's probably true. Yeah. Like, I mean, with where everything's at right now, I don't doubt that, but that it's going to basically make the human race extinct, um, except for the people who get to hide in the bunker. Um, and so it's going to make it, humans as we know it extinct. And then from the people that get to be in the, the bunker the new world order can come about and they all agree you know illuminati they all agree on how the world should be run and how it's more like a collective and a collective of the richest people but um that they will get to build up a new society who's gonna do all their work beyonce like who's gonna who's gonna farm the fields the kids the parentless children are going to farm the fields. The parentless there's, children. There's a separate bunker that's for parentless weird, children. That's it. Yeah. I don't understand. They, they, the do all the, they are children of the corn after all. <laughs> yeah. I, that is true. I just don't get it. But also, I so I was like, okay, well, who is this guy? I looked at all of his art. It's all kind of like weird and offbeat. And yes, it's a weird choice for an airport. Do I think it's prophetic? Probably, probably not. But also maybe course we got to talk about the last thing being uh lucifer uh lucifer is i personally love lucifer they denver denver did um a like should we take down and relocate lucifer survey and everybody was like no please don't do that we (laughs) love him like to honestly, the bunker. honestly the trash is where they would probably <laughs> move it. Yeah. Which I don't like saying it any more than you like hearing it. I'm not advocating it. I'm just saying that, yeah. So a lot of people think that he's cursed and that that's brought a lot of superstition mm-hmm. along. Um, I think people, again, are just reading too much into that. He did kill his owner. Um, but I also think that that's not like the first time that's happened. Like if you stand next to Lucifer, you maybe go above like his hoof. Like, you don't even go to his little ankle. That's a huge mm-hmm. statue. He's a big it's ass horse. It's huge. And so, making a huge statue, like, obviously, there are things that, like, 
go with that. There are risks that you take, and I'm sure that he's not the first artist to be killed by a giant statue. Of a horse with red glowing eyes, again, maybe, but I personally love Lucifer, and I think it's funny. And we have a big blue bear outside of the Colorado Convention Center, and nobody's like, oh, it's a a demonic blue bear. (laughs) No, like, why does... I don't know. I think that that one's silly. This one... I do like Lucifer, though. Lucifer's dope. I like looking at Lucifer every time I go to Colorado. I watched this... uh, The last thing I want to talk about is this video I watched of this guy who... Referred to almost everything as a hoax, which had me a little bit shook. But he brought up the Hunger Games map um, and said that the capital would be where Denver is, um, which I thought was really interesting. Really? Uh, basically, yeah. And he was like, yeah, if we look at like the Hunger Games map, the capital would be where Denver is. And that's just because they would be the ones because the Hunger Games is supposed to happen in the future, mm-hmm. which is scary. But True, and so they think the reason that that would be the richest area is because all the world's wealthiest went there. and hid in the bunker mm. and then got to build the capital. Yeah, out. we're in like just I can definitely then. see the bunker. Because we're getting about, killed first. Oh, man. <laughs> if you think about, right, like who that they would try to protect, right? Like, for example, the military would try to protect the president and the representatives, mm-hmm. right? So everyone in the Senate in the house would be a contender for it. And that's what? That's 100 plus, what, 435? So 535 people that but you're trying to secure. they're talking about, like, this bunker wouldn't be, like, oh, can comfortably fit, like, a 1,000 people. No, it could comfortably probably fit, in total, like, a million people. I would what? like to believe that there's also probably supplies that could sustain that's a million people levels. through a nuclear holocaust or oh, whatever. Crap. But that's the thing, is it? we're not just talking about, like, and we're also not just talking about America, uh, like mostly America, leaders. probably, but because, um, you know, that's no, America's in Helene. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying it's there. Um, so anyways, the, the thing that got me mad because I was fuming is that he referred to almost everything as a hoax, which um, he this I thought would get you mad. I, I wrote down the quote. He said, uh, there's a statue of an astronaut, which feeds the hoax of space travel. Oh, my God. And I was like, okay. And then he said, a few months before the Sandy Hook hoax, the Aurora Theater shooting happened, which I don't think anybody was actually hurt there. And I immediately um, was furious. And, like, that's the thing about conspiracy theories is I can definitely buy into a good amount of it, but you... Carrying it to things where I have lost friends, where people I love have lost family. You know, I was supposed to be in that theater. I gave my ticket to a friend who thankfully is fine. But like, you know, there are a lot of things that happened where I do not appreciate trauma like the Aurora Theater shooting being called into question. I am mad about it. And that's where I can't start. Like... That's why I can't stand some conspiracy theorists because they will take one thing that is probably true, like DIA being a bunker, and then take it to, well, now everything that happens in Colorado is a hoax, including shootings that have been, you know, huge sources of trauma for people that I know and that, you know, are close to me. Did he just ignore the people that died? Like, is he just like, oh, these people were murdered. 
and they're they're no longer alive. He's like, no, it didn't happen. They never yeah. existed in the first place. Like, just, what? Hold on. That's it. But that's the thing is it's too tangible to me to even start to buy into that being something manufactured. Like I have friends who lost like a a little cousin. Like I think she was like six, and. I think it's so ridiculous to be like, oh, that's somebody that never existed. No, like she had family. You can't just be like, she was never there. But the last thing, and this I kind of forgot out about, um, apparently in Boulder, there is a, this thing called the National Institute of Standards and Technology, um, which I've never heard of, but apparently they're the ones who first put out the story of like 9-11 aside from what was live streamed they're the ones who like first and that's fine whatever um but the other thing the guy said was which we know is completely bogus which i get it there's lots of 9-11 conspiracies but i just think it's so funny when you watch a video and somebody just assumes you're along for the ride to assume that everything is a conspiracy yeah, and that's crazy. I used to, uh, so the previous apartment that I used to live at in Buckhead, so one time I went to this, you know, like, like you know how RHOA has these, like, parties, right? Like, mm-hmm. get-to-know-each-other parties. So Which we never go to, yeah. by the way. We no. are not here to get to know no. our I suburbia neighbors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> But, uh, so, I went and I met this guy, like, this seemingly completely normal dude you know you could have like you know a pretty good conversation with and we we started talking about like space and things and this guy just lets out this like this squeak about conspiracy you know mm-hmm. and he goes on to saying that like um like carbon fiber we have today like how it's made is all derived from aliens okay that we could not be possible for that he went on to say he went on to state every single conspiracy theory that i've ever heard and even more beyond that he's he mm-hmm. was like he mentioned the denver airport you know there's like and like like an um like fucking alien experiments like going on underneath right there's like illuminati which like i there. mean and, maybe but i've been there so many times and i would feel so angry if i hadn't seen an alien in yeah. all my comings and goings. <laughs> no, i would love to see one come on just like like you know, if they're there bring that's up, bring fine but yeah. just let me see them but he believed in every single conspiracy theory and he believed them to be true he even believed that the holocaust didn't exist and that was like the end for me i was like dude that's it i can't yeah you know i just can't you cannot take people's traumas and then be like that's made up like like you think that these guys are like fucking like these guys are like you know russian bots right like they're they're not they can't be real people that Mm -hmm. are like that are seemingly normal that there's clearly something going on with them Mm -hmm. but this guy it didn't look like it, but when you started talking to him, oh, you knew. Oh, you knew it was his something His eyes was start to bug out of his head <laughs> yeah. as he talks. He's like, let, let me tell Listen, you. Listen, we've all met them. Just, oh, and he <laughs> believed the earth was flat. Uh, to oh, uh, no. To add so, insult to And injury. to telling me that, and you can imagine, <laughs> I was just like, okay. I was like rolling my eyes like in my head. You like, were just his going, eyes like, were <laughs> bugging out. Yeah. Yours were bugging in. <laughs> yeah. like, um, okay, to really wrap this up, people think that Nis right now is working on hologram and telepathic technology mm. kind of like stranger things you know oh. the mind control type thing Ooh. so it would make sense that there's a tunnel that goes to boulder to preserve that technology because yeah. that's something that definitely a new world order would be built upon um the reason that he went into that he thinks the aurora theater shooting uh was completely staged <laughs> but um dot 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 uh no dude 
in my notes. As <laughs> it did a dot 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 uh, no dude. Uh, basically, he thinks that James Holmes, who is a person who yeah. was a shooter, uh, was involved in like mind altering sci- uh, science, like the telepathic technology, mm-hmm. and that they were just trying to like make him a scapegoat and like that he was just an experiment gone wrong and like that none of it actually happened but they wanted to say something happened and then the other thing he said is that that night um people said there was one shooter but some people said there were two shooters but you also have to realize like the scene that james holmes started shooting during was the one where bane is blowing up the football stadium which means that, one, a lot of people thought that it was part of the movie, which is heartbreaking and tragic. But like, mm-hmm. And this isn't just me reading articles. This is me talking to the people who were there because I was like there in that community and I know multiple people who were in those two theaters. Um, but they thought it was a part of the movie at first. And second of all, that is an incredibly loud scene with a lot yeah. of bangs. And so it's reasonable that you would also think maybe those are gunshots. And, and you're in a theater. And you're in a theater. It's yeah. an immersive experience. But also, aside from all of that, in basically every shooting, every mass shooting that's ever happened in this country, even the more recent ones where we have like better and more technology to identify these things, for the first so many hours after the tragedy occurs, mm-hmm. the police and all of the people investigating constantly fluctuate on there's one shooter, there was seven shooters, there was three shooters, and yeah. then they finally settle on, oh, we got down to the one suspect and there was actually only one shooter through well, it all. Like there's constant fluctuation on that stuff, even when we ha- even when it's in broad daylight and we have all the information, let alone all of the extra details that you're talking about in the theater. Well, and then we also have to take a look at the first responders to this were the Aurora Police Department, who have, I mean, even in my time since moving here, you know, that cop was drunk in his car and then did not get fired. He was passed out drunk in his car. Um, And then also uh, the Elijah McLean and everything revolving around that. Aside from, I know the countless accounts of people of color friends who I have, POC friends, I guess, um, who have said things like, you know, cops from the Aurora Police Department have unfairly profiled them have. And I mean, it's very hard to believe that they were effectively analyzing the situation being first responders on the scene. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not here to say that nobody did a good job, but there's a lot of things that specifically that police department are in the news for right now for being very bad at, like, AKA their jobs. (laughs) They're in the news for being very bad at their jobs, notoriously, systematically bad at their jobs. And not just like right now, no, like a year ago and like the year before that and like the year before that. And so, I mean, it's 2020 now, but in 2012, I mean, that's a year I graduated high school. And that was a time when I know a lot of my friends were like walking home from school and the Aurora PD would just come over and be like, what are you doing? And they'd be like, I don't know, walking home from school, like, you know, just that type of stuff where they involve themselves in, you know, racially profiling people, involve themselves in things that aren't crimes. And so, I mean, this isn't meant to be my let's take down the Aurora Police Department spiel. This is about DIA, but that just made me so mad. And I think that that's where we have to be really careful with any conspiracy theories is that you cannot take people's trauma and people's experiences that like, for sure happened are tangible things 
and dismiss them as a conspiracy theory. There are fun ones like DIA. Well, it's kind of fun. It's not that fun to think that (laughs) like the world's richest are just going to be like, oh, bye, bitches, you know, Um, but at the same time, I mean, like, whatever. It doesn't feel like immediately consequential like the Aurora Theater shooting was for me. It was immediately consequential. It still is. It's something that I still care very much about and I still have a lot of trauma over, not to mention the people who, you know, were there and experience that. And so dismissing that as a conspiracy theory just makes me so, so mad. And to wrap that into DIA and say then, well, you know, DIA is a conspiracy theory. So now this has to be a conspiracy theory. Like it just makes me so mad. And it also makes the idea of conspiracy theorists, like it makes them less credible. Yeah. So anyways, that was my subject that I'm not an expert on. Um, I think it's kind of interesting. And I know when I first moved here to Georgia last year, like that was one of the first things that people brought up to me. They would yeah. be like, oh, DIA, that's like the bunker. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it, but I'm yeah. sure that it's there. And so I think I've literally never heard about any of that until, really? you, until you just brought it up. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they're not all going to be conspiracies. I don't really know. We're going to rotate subjects. I feel like I just dominated the vast majority of the past time that we've talked I don't want. It's okay. That's uh, constantly you know? how you feel, even when it's not true. Yeah. <laughs> Including this time, it's not the first time. <laughs> the first time I heard about this conspiracy, it was actually from my uh, like 16 year old cousin in Greenville. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was just talking to me. And, you know, I would have never struck her as someone who would be interested in things, uh, in mm. interested in conspiracies. But she, and she thought that I wouldn't be interested in, like, in listening about that either. So, she was like so hesitant to like bring it up because I told mm-hmm. her, I was like, I just went to Denver, you know, and it was mm-hmm. so much fun. And she's like, so uh, have you heard of the Denver uh, International Airport uh, yeah. theory? And I was like, what do you mean? What theory? And I was like, so there's this conspiracy theory, like, you know. And you're sucked in. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. Well, and truthfully, I mean, again, I know there's a lot more things to it, but I do think it's interesting that at least what I found living here that that's like the thing of notoriety in denver people are like oh the airport and i'm like yeah there's also like legal weed isn't that a conversation that everybody's having because three billion is a lot to be over so that's a weird that's a weirdly large amount to be over so so there's a vogel plant do you remember that representative that i reached out to so that was Mm -hmm. so he was the one uh who was in favor of that plant and that plant is a nuclear fission plant, okay? Mm-hmm. And that was o- over budget by $1.5 billion. Yeah, that's just... And that's a nuclear fission mm-hmm. plant. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, how can an airport that has, like, an established, like, documentation of how to build an airport... Yeah, it's not like know? they were reinventing the yeah. wheel. I yeah, don't know. it's an airport. Airport's yeah. been built for years. I don't know. <laughs> and they made some weird creative choices, like a swastika. Yeah. It's like, and then murals of just a Nazi man with a gas mask. Listen, I mean, if that's his style, that's whatever. Art is art. I'm, I, I'm it's just a curious what happened. Like, because, like you know, like you said, like hiring individual teams is the way to keep everything mm-hmm. secretive. Because you don't and have to, to keep it anyone. rotating. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's right? the thing. I think there wasn't even, and I could be completely wrong about this, but I don't even think there was one architect overseeing the whole project. I think there was multiple. Yeah. And it was a rotating. They said there were visionary discrepancies, 
Sure, I mean, it's hard to get on board with the Illuminati. <laughs> hard to sign that NDA, you know what I mean? Once you know, you know. Once you know, you know. But at the same time, I think that there were multiple. Like, it was a constant revolving door. Contractors, like, yeah. you know, you don't know what you're doing. And also, I mean, somebody said that, I was on Reddit, and they said that their friend has worked at DIA for a really long time and has gone down the same paths. He just does, like, the baggage thing. And one time, he made a wrong turn, and turned into what he knew to be a dead end before and it ended up not being a dead end and going into areas i mean tunnels that he had never seen before like and then he went back to try and duplicate that and it was a dead end again and so either he was on a weird trip or there's some harry potter staircase magic going mm-hmm. on i mean who that's knows? what that budget was three billion dollars <laughs> for like moving tunnels they're yeah. like that's warner they brothers watch this <laughs> take notes the Warner Brothers based it off of that. Yeah. That's where J.K. Rowling got everything yeah. from. Yeah. She was like, DIA, my, my one true inspiration. That's yeah. crazy, though. I wonder, like, so there's actually, um, I don't know if you've heard about the haunted hotel that's in Colorado or Denver. Oh, it's not. So the Stanley Hotel is not haunted. It was the, so Stephen King's The Shining was it based on that hotel, uh, the Stanley Hotel? If this is the one that you're thinking of, it's the one in Estes Park. It's got this basement that's like haunted or something like that. That's what mm. I'm thinking of. Like, I don't know if you're thinking of a floor, but I so uh, my buddy who lived in Denver, he actually went down in that basement and they they recorded and everything and they were so fucking scared. Like, yeah. it was crazy. Like they they took those so the basement is huge. It's way bigger than the building itself, mm-hmm. you know. And they tried to go in there, and they went like has to be like thirty steps, okay, and like mm-hmm. small steps. And they just called it quits. Yeah, like, that they started would be like me. hearing things and like the house I grew crazy. up in. Um, <laughs> It is just like a ranch house, ranch style house with a unfinished basement, which means it's all concrete. Um, and my parents still live there and I can't go into the basement unattended and I won't go deep into the basement, period. I just hate it. Like even if all the lights are on, it's like gray, it's dark. My mom will like talk to me from the other side of the basement and I'm like, no, I'm good over here. I can't <laughs> do it. Like, I mean, my... um Holder's sister used to live down there, and I don't know how she did it. Have you seen The Conjuring? You've seen The Conjuring, I have seen The Conjuring. I I sure wish I didn't. Basements Um, (laughs) will have another meaning for you if you watch that movie. I slept with the lights on for two weeks after that. I was a grown adult, and I watched that movie. I watched that movie as a... Well, because you and I are the same age. age. (laughs) (laughs) It came out. We were the same age. I saw it in theaters, Yeah, I saw it in theaters. Mm -hmm. And I came home. I literally slept with the lights on for like a week or two. You can ask Kevin. Yeah. Because I I slept in the living room the first night, because I was like, I'm not going to my room. Either what did you like that happened this past week or what are you looking forward into in like this next week for each of us? Because we live together, but we don't talk about this stuff. So let's let everybody who chooses to listen to this hear it. I will say this as I'm, I'm kind of actually impressed of how companies have been handling this whole political climate that we're in nowadays. Like the Mm -hmm. government and the people like the lawmakers, people in charge. They're not handling it very well, but like I'll say, like the individual companies, like 
as we all know, Ben and Jerry's just was literally they were just like fuck the, the police. Best. Yeah. They went they went hard NWA, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm all for it. <laughs> also, I don't feel like it, I I feel like this is important for us to say. And if you don't like it, goodbye. Um, Black Lives Matter. It's not a question. It's not like anything else. This is a time where that is not disputable. Black Lives Matter. The police brutality thing has to stop. Let's mm-hmm. defund them all. Let's go down different avenues for people who are more qualified for crisis management. Like none of this is a crazy opinion that it's being treated as, but it just should it should just be publicly how on the record. That's something that should be said because it is important, and there shouldn't be questions about yeah. whether or not that, that's something agree. that's yeah. important. You know. I, I do agree. I think my life does matter. I so think that I people have to really... <laughs> yeah. Because for a long time, we've just went around, you know, not questioning things, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that people need to wake up and, like, at least think twice about whether the systems that we have in place are fair to everyone. Because some people say life just isn't fair. Well, that's bullshit. We mm-hmm. have built everything we have today to make it fair. So if you're going to stop there, then you don't belong. Well, and it's not even about like fair versus not fair. It's about human rights. And like I haven't been the best at being like an ally or an ally as much as I want to be in the past. But I'm trying very hard now to examine my behavior. And, you know, it's easiest for me to just look the other way and go about with my privileged life and stuff Mm -hmm. but i think that it's not about fair it's not about life isn't fair it's about like well okay but at the same time brianna taylor was sleeping she was asleep yeah i i I don't care that much about the life is fair life isn't fair i just care more about lives are equal (laughs) the thing is if that happened or equitable to someone who wasn't of a different color than white i mean if it just happened to someone who was white it would have been handled Immediately. Very differently. Yeah. Which is yeah. why I think it's a problem with fairness. Like, well, you know, like it's not like it's not just a problem. It's one of the problems. Like, I think we have set up society in a way to help everyone out regardless. Or at least we want to do that. Right? That's the goal. That like, is the that's ideal That's the purpose goal. behind welfare, right? Medicaid, yeah, exactly. Medicare. And, and it's for those people. Right? We want to help out the people that are less fortunate because life hasn't been fair to them. But we're trying to counter that, right? We're trying to be like, we get that. You were just dealt a shitty hand, right? Like, so what it is that everyone else can do is to offset that. Yes, but I think there definitely needs to be better systems in place. And I mean, it goes down to even like a behavior thing. Like, even if we have welfare, Medicaid, Medicare, blah, blah, blah. Like... We need to address police brutality because even if we have programs in place, there are still people in place that their sole purpose in life, or so they feel, is to bring other people down. And that needs to be addressed because the programs are a start. They're definitely not great. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say that they're, they're great, but they're a start. They're a thought in the right direction. But... There is still a lot of individuals and individuals in places of power who have it as they feel like it is their God-given purpose to bring other people down. Yeah. Um, but that's that that's, that's, uh, that, that, that's what I've been happy about this yeah. week. Is that 
There's That's actually good. been. You know what I was really impressed with? How fuck it, how NASCAR handled that shit with Bubba Wallace. Yeah. I also was like a, that I was, was surprised by that. I was very surprised. That's white way. people bread and butter. My parents again love NASCAR, and so for one, for that to be visible to them and people like them, regardless of their political beliefs, because like I said, I'm very surprised by how great my younger siblings are. Uh, turning out they're they're very woke and it's not something i expected mm-hmm. but i'm happy about it and i have to at least think some of that is you know my parents but um for it to be visible to my parents who don't like to look in the direction of something yeah. uncomfortable yeah who like to look the other way like and forces them to see it. it forces them to see it it forces people like them to see it and it forces them to see that this isn't like a a red blue issue this isn't a political thing. This is a human rights issue, and even white people, bread and butter, like NASCAR, they can take a yeah. look at that <laughs> and say, hey, we can do something about it. This is wrong. It's not something political. It's something that is just about humanity. Mm-hmm. It fathoms me that NASCAR, okay? We all know the stereotypes we attached to NASCAR, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That they... Can get together even their president can get together mm-hmm. and achieve these things while we look at other sports especially nfl who have such a huge long-standing history of mm-hmm. just not giving of a being shit like oh you want to take a stand against yeah. police brutality we're gonna just go ahead and yeah. then make you because it's definitely the people who are oh, that upset me so much in that Kaepernick sport was- yeah Well, and the thing that's so crazy to me is that that happened and that was, I mean, prophetic of like everything that's happening now. And it's just like, yeah, I don't know. We could go into a whole separate thing that that stood for what he believed was right. And he was, you know, that's and yet he got punished for it. You know, like Colin stood for something that Mm -hmm. he believed was right. He even yeah. talked to like a former SEAL or something yeah. to like discuss the most yeah. respectful way to protest. And the SEAL told mm-hmm. him what to do to kneel instead of sitting down. He did it. And everyone's like, nah, fuck you. Get out. Yeah. You know? I mean. And we're like, hold on. <laughs> I definitely. I. Yeah. I also disagree with that entire thing. Oh. Um, uh, but then what am I also looking forward to this next week? Yeah. yeah what are you looking forward I, to this upcoming week? This is going to follow my same exact thing I just said earlier. But I'm kind of hoping that I'm, I'm kind of excited to see how the nation handles Fourth of July. Because yes. I, I think that is going to be a hot topic, mm. and it's going to be a very divided topic. And I'm I'm mm-hmm. kind of I'm nervous, but I'm excited to see how it's handled. I think I'm looking yeah. forward to that. What event you said is here? Uh, July Fourth. Oh. Solely because of the whole the like people are like, July Fourth is like America got its independence, but mm-hmm. like a majority of America wasn't of, like yeah know, <laughs> they Native weren't Americans. free like half America majority of America wasn't free or independent when this happened so yeah. we're like it's not really Independence Day Independence Day was kind of June 19th well, when everyone yeah. was technically made a free man mm-hmm. so free man and woman even though like women didn't really get rights until way like, later on but that's a different that's for a different yeah. time well I mean ultimately like that's the thing is it it's just something that has been we can look back and be like it should not have taken this long for us to even be where we are right now it feels like we're backsliding and at the same time like we're moving forward and it's just a difficult um the counterbalance it's both a weird, of those. so it's a weird state yeah it's every every Day is a new adventure. I mean, uh, July 4th is definitely also just a, we'll see what happens. Yeah. 
type of thing. What about you, Dev? Hmm. What did I like about this previous week? So I finally learned how to change my brake pads uh -huh. uh, in this past week. And I will say it was a very, very informative thing. Who taught you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I don't, I don't need it. Megan here <laughs> is the one who held my hand through this entire brake changing, brake pad changing process. And uh, the first wheel took us what? Like half an hour to do? It took us a while, us but a because I was trying to be really thorough and like explaining. Yeah. Which is how Everything. I like to learn things. It made, yeah. it made changing the next one a lot faster and easier, mm -hmm. too. Because, like, really did. we knew exactly what we were doing. Because yeah. you had already walked us through all the steps and told us what was what and what did what. Mm -hmm. And we were like, well, this is easy. And this, then this, I was this. just able to sit back and look at my phone and you yeah. guys you guys handled it. The second one was done in, like, five minutes. And now that's how it'll be. I mean, the first wheel is always going to take the longest because it's not like you're changing your brake pads. Yeah. Like every week or anything. That's true. So you'll you'll need a refresher every time you do yeah. it. So the first one will take the longest. But yeah, then I'm just going to get Megan. Just, it's like, Megan! Yeah. <laughs> Let me look at my YouTube video. <laughs> Let me look at my YouTube history and find the brake pad video that we watched. That's actually very interesting because I've always wanted to do something like that. I've always wanted to be like, take care of my car. Like... Because if something goes wrong with the PC, I know exactly what to do, mm -hmm. you know, like how to troubleshoot it, you know, what needs to be replaced, what doesn't need to be replaced, mm -hmm. you know. But I've always like, people have told me that uh, like cars are sort of like, you know, like that, like especially like yeah. older cars, you know, like they can be very modular. Like mm -hmm. if something goes wrong, you can just change it, you know, and like. And unless, like you said, if it's something wrong with the engine or transmission or something, that's like you need like a lift or something with that. Well, and you're also, I mean, ultimately in a car's like engine compartment, things are like buried under yeah. other things. And so you have to like look at, do I feel like burying under all of this no. stuff? Because then even if it's something you're not dealing with, you still have to take it out correctly, yeah. put it back in correctly. And that's something that I'm not always the most comfortable with doing. Yeah. So, so uh, I still haven't gotten my fear of being under the car with mm. the jack on. And I am telling you, I am never doing that. That's a healthy, that's a healthy fear. It's yeah. okay that's to not. That's a smart fear. Yeah, that's yeah. A, it's a All I can see <laughs> when you are underneath the car, Michael, is your head just getting squashed and us having, having to clean that. Listen, shit happens, driveway. okay? At least he would die knowing how to change oil. Yeah, I'll be honest. I was like, I was like, I got to do this as fast as possible because I'm, I'm terrified. That's yeah. why I was but so I, I can tell Dev was terrified. The jacks too. were like, the fucking jack stands were like there in the right place. And they I was in there, I was just like, boom, we're good. And I was like, I'm out. I don't well, usually I mean, have fears of things like that, but my God, I had a fear of that for <laughs> sure. That's a healthy fear. That is an yeah. okay fear. But um, what are you looking forward to in this next week? It's a, I guess it's a very temporary looking forward to, but I think I brought this up a little bit ago, but I feel like today, a lot of people are realizing that their future isn't going to be worth living in. Mm -hmm. And in order to change something like that, you need to bring attention to it. But not just attention for a month, a week, you know, a couple of days. You need attention to it for years on end, you know, for people mm -hmm. to notice and Look at it better. I want the next week to be just as, you know, momentous. 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 Is that even a word? Yes, yeah. it is. 
just me, just as momentous. So that was more confidence than I actually had. You know, <laughs> as as this past week was, and the past week was the week before that. Mm-hmm. You know, because want that momentum to yeah, keep building on itself. Like, mm-hmm. if you look at Hong Kong, right? We don't talk about it anymore because there's way many other things that are more pertinent. But people there are still just as desperate, mm-hmm. if not more, as they were months ago when everyone was talking about Hong Kong. Well, and maybe you know? not more pertinent, but just more visible because there are exactly. things happening outside our doors. That's true. Like our, yeah, that so not more pertinent. Directly. Yeah, yeah. Mm. but it feels more um, immediate because yeah. the proximity right is closing yeah, yeah. in on us. For I think sure. they're still protesting in Hong Kong. Still, they've been yeah, protesting exactly. for, That's for a long time. Let's also talk about that they are also still protesting. In exactly. Atlanta. Yeah. In like, and those aren't really being talked about anymore. But I mean, you're right that the Hong Kong protests are still I mean, we happening. Saw a protest I don't want to. Nashville two days ago. I know. I really love that. Um, there was a protest like here. Not protest. Okay, protest is a very, very strong no, word. No, protest it, but... is an appropriate word. Use that because that's like the word for what people are doing. I guess doing. so. That is. I guess it would be a it's protest. It's not a it just negative to be word. A small. Group, but, but that doesn't mean it's they, not a protest. These are kids in suburban Atlanta. I yeah. mean, the, who, have, who would have nothing to lose? If we're they in didn't like the it. northern Atlanta area. We're in the um, richest part of Georgia you could be in. Yeah, yeah, but these are kids who have looked at, you know, again, where they are, what they're up to, what they can do, and they've chosen to go out on their corner and wave, you know, signs saying yeah. Black Lives Matter, and they have chosen to do what they can. These are kids who aren't in school right now because well one it's summer break but two coronavirus and they're doing what they can they're staying safe they're not going into public spaces they're just doing what they can in the space that they occupy and that is a protest and that is great and that's um the type of reflection that we all need to be doing yeah i think yeah is that here in our neighborhood um yeah it was just uh on the way to the liquor store (laughs) (laughs) okay over there that's how we uh orient everything is uh on the way to the liquor store or the other way (laughs) it's on the other side of the liquor store (laughs) yeah exactly like it's just beyond the liquor store uh it's It's on the way it literally it is the liquor store um yeah yeah, that's a good one what do you think kevin i'm got everything that i need in my life and i'm looking forward to as much as i've had to look past to and uh, it's been good. It's been real. It's been real good. Go ahead. So contrary to popular belief, uh, Kevin is not high right now. To my um, um, That's up to Kevin to decide. Okay, well, one thing that I liked I this life. past week was um, going to Asheville, getting my tattoo done. That was something that was rescheduled yeah. time and time again due to COVID. And so I'm happy to... I've gotten that started. Uh, it looks fantastic, you guys. I know we kind of already said it, but <laughs> it looks fantastic. Well, um, and then what I'm looking forward to is going uh, on a hike with the dogs on the 4th of July. So mine is not nice. as oh, meta yeah. as your guys's, but... but sounds do you, like found, did you, find, you guys found a hiking fun. spot? Because I know you were looking. Yeah, um, in Tennessee, we found like a, I found like a decently secluded because you know i don't we're gonna go to a fireworks celebration but one that you know you can observe from your car so we can maintain all the social distancing Mm. um but dev i think is gonna come with us and um so one person for each dog uh and yeah i'm looking forward to that again not as 
meta, but like, it'll be a fun time. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I like that. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, too. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I I mean it's again not necessarily celebrating, but just taking a day off to you know go on a hike, do something that we enjoy, and then enjoy fireworks. Yeah, for yeah. no explicit purpose, not celebrating. So you're celebrating life. Any specific? You're celebrating the hike nation. that you're going on. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be the conspiracy. The next time we go to Denver, so we're gonna try to go to the lowest level, right? We're gonna. Well, I and mean, then find some steps. So only down. staff is allowed there. You have to have like key cards even to get into. So that's not a problem. Mission Impossible. Yeah, you know, National Treasure right. style yeah. heisting. Let's do it. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm saying we're not going to do this, but I'm going to learn how to pickpocket and steal a key card. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. Listen, if this by chance makes it big, people at DIA are going to be like, fucking look out. Yeah. We all get off a plane. They're all like, not you're coming with us. Let's I go. would be you're happy out. if this podcast reached all the way to <laughs> DIA employees that we don't know. Um, <laughs> hopefully you enjoyed learning a little bit about what I'm sure you definitely don't believe is true. But me... Uh, a unbiased third-party observer. I think that it is. What do you think? Do you think DIA has a bunker? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. And I'm, right. I'm, I kind of want to visit it because I feel like they change it depending on the president. So I feel like Obama put a basketball court in there. Mm-hmm. And then Trump was like, now we need a tanning booth. So there's a golf tanning course. booth, there's a, tanning booth a, a golf, golf course, course, and a basketball court all you next know, to each other. You know, there's this really beautiful golf course in Colorado that next time we go, we should go to. It's okay. called Arrowhead Golf Course. And uh-huh. oh, my God. Oh, I've actually died. heard of Arrowhead. Yeah, it's where I, I don't would, golf. Yeah, it's it's definitely a beautiful place. I'm definitely um, Google pictures of it. Um, yeah, it's been real. Hopefully this was enjoyable. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Outro music. Thanks, Mom and Dad. And Steve, my stepdad. (laughs) Thank you guys and my siblings for listening. I really appreciate it. And that's it. Those are all of our listeners. I just called them by name. (laughs) This was. This was. Not an expert podcast brought to you by not NPR because we're not experts. It's the second non-hour podcast that we've referenced this podcast.